welcome to Entire Pursuit Podcast, where I believe we can dislodge doubt through engagement, uncovering inherent value. I'm your host, Jeremy Miller, a guide on our journey to help get a few things done, convinced the second best time to start is today. All right, episode five of Entire Pursuit Podcast, all about the one-liner. I'm excited about this episode. I can't take credit for the idea. I want to give credit to my friend Mark for inspiring the the content of today's episode. He texted me and said, your listeners may be interested in understanding the the breakdown of your purpose statement, one-liner, slogan, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to call it a a one-liner. And I can tell you the the source of that is is Donald Miller. He wrote a book called Marketing Made Simple. It came out after he wrote the book, Building the Story Brand. And Building the Story Brand goes into the, the use of story for a brand or a company. Marketing Made Simple breaks it down to make, hey, you take your brand script, what you learned in Building the Story Brand, and you make it into more practical tools such as a one-liner. How do you build out a website? How do you create emails that then filter into enroll a a customer to do business with you? So the background on a one-liner, I would say it starts with the Business Made Simple module called Mission Statement. I'm coming home from Toledo, Ohio on 75, listening to the mission statement module in Business Made Simple University. Donald Miller had just done some podcasts on personal mission statements and a family mission. So how do you engage your family into important mission? And so that helped me get more interested in what is a mission statement. One big part of a a mission statement that really resonated with me and was memorable was there has to be a conflict or a problem that's relevant because it's also found in a one-liner it's the thing that starts off a one-liner we'll get into that more but that's the the thing that starts or opens a story loop so how do you get the customer or for you the listener interested to help me understand that something that i'm uniquely built for and I can help solve is what makes me mad? What injustices there in the world that I want to take action about and that I'm built to, to help solve. So those that know me well know that I don't get mad over too many things, but there's certain things that, that irk me more than others. And that's sort of the foundation of how I started to build my, my one liner So there was a problem. And then I built that into brand script, which is about the story brand, building a story brand stuff. So the mission statement is more about internal communication, or as my wife would say, internal branding. One-liner is more about external communication. So more, what would you put on your website? You could put a phrase on your landing page for maybe a new employee as your mission statement, but that wouldn't be as applicable for a landing page for a consumer or a customer of yours on your main website. They'd want to be more interested about their story, how your product is going to help them win the day. So in for your 
external communication or your one-liner informs your customer on how they can survive and thrive. It should be clear and simple on how you help them. It should be memorizable so you repeat the same thing so they can understand it. I combined my one-liner into Entire Pursuit's one-liner. I didn't want to, again, use my sort of mission statement as the one-liner for the podcast and introduce myself, but I did want to introduce myself as a guide, and that's I use that word in my one-liner for the, for the podcast. We want the one-liner to be short, could be called a tagline, makes the customer feel something. So, for instance... You might recognize the the tagline, we give you wings. It makes the customer feel something like they can go out, accomplish something or the breakfast of champions. You probably recognize that. Another one, good to the last drop, short. And those are more taglines. I wouldn't call those a one-liner, but you get the point. They're short. They're memorizable, if that's a word. That was quick background, started off with a mission statement, found out what I'm passionate about, what makes me mad sometimes, and then how I am gifted to resolve some of that injustice in the world. So let's break down the one-liner a little bit. Where I believe we can dislodge doubt through engagement. I could insert skeptic instead of doubt, and I didn't start off with a, a problem necessarily, except that doubt is prevalent or skepticism is prevalent. So you may ask, where, where is doubt? Well, people doubt their self-value. They could doubt the value of others. So they dehumanize the contributions that other humans can, can contribute. Or they doubt the value of community. They don't see how they can help others and how being part of a community can help them. So they don't understand or realize the value of the, the scripture that talks about a strand of three strands is not easily broken. The problem, there's prevalent doubt in society. There's prevalent doubt in us that doubts the value we can contribute to society. There's prevalent doubt that others have value to us. And that's what that next portion says, uncovering inherent value through engagement. So that's sort of the, the next part is the solution. We can engage, whether it's an activity we go out and participate in a, in a sport, a new sport that challenges us. We engage. It's very action-oriented. It helps us realize we can, or we, sometimes we can't, but it then helps us redirect us on what gets us fired up. Implies others are involved when we engage. You don't always do these activities in isolation. You're going out and getting a job. You're um, engaging people. Maybe you're 
fighting for the, the widows or the, the orphans. You're engaging with families and, and souls. And then I say, I'm, a, I'm your host, a guide on our journey to help get a few things done, convinced the second best time to start is today. So a guide on our journey. I could have written it to say, I uncover inherent value by engaging others. But again, I wanted to enroll the listener, you, into this journey because you are a, a hero. So how can I help you? I can give you more confidence. I can give you tools. I can give you a, a heads up to the people that have helped me that may be able to help you. And I will guide you. We'll both be on this journey to get a few or a few more things done. And then I, I end it with convince the second best time to start is today. When would it have the, the best time to have started have been yesterday or even better a year ago, 10 years ago. So since we don't have that, what we can do is start is to, we can start today. So that was quick. I'm sure I could go into more detail on that, such as doubt or skepticism, where I believe we can dislodge doubt through engagement. So where I believe we can dislodge skepticism. Some people, especially today, are skeptic skeptical of the other side, those that they don't understand their perspective, what they believe. They're skeptical. Do they have the right motives? Are they evil? Um, yeah, what's their, their motive? So when we engage with them, when we get to understand them, when we learn about their position, it starts to dislodge some of that doubt. When we engage in an activity, it starts to dislodge doubt that we can't do it, that only those people are built for that. When we engage others, we see the, the value that they have a strength that we don't have. So we can form a great team and be stronger because of that additional resource. Parts of a one-liner, I've spoken to it. They are first the problem, then the solution or product, and then the results. What we talked about in mine, the result is one good thing of in a covering inherent value, getting a few things done. We've gotten more confidence to build momentum. We do one thing. We get what they call motion is lotion. We get moving. We find out it's not as hard as we thought. We're not, yeah, it may hard, be hard to start. Sometimes I dread putting my, my shoes on to then go run. So it takes me a long time to put my shoes on because I'm just dreading that, that run. But once I get out there, most of the time I keep on going. I found out it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. If I'm still dreading it after a while, I just turn around. That's, that's a, probably not a great way to reward myself, but I figure instead of just dreading the, the whole workout, just end it. I'll feel better tomorrow. Or that could be the success of of what the person experiences once they 
engage with your, your product or service. So going back to the problem, why start with a problem? One, it makes them interested or curious. What I said at the beginning, it opens a story loop. And what when you open a story loop, people want to close the story loop. So the story loop we open with is the pain. Maybe they didn't even know they, they felt it. Maybe they didn't know they had the issue, but word it in such a way that they can realize that they can feel it. Some people hate the whole buying process of whatever. I was going to say cars, but let's say homes. They didn't realize how stressful it was to find a new home. Sometimes it's they've sold their home. They have to find one quickly or they need to find someplace that they enjoy more. And it's hard for them to go through all the different neighborhoods and choices out there to find that home. So for a realtor to say, finding a, a home can be hard right now. Maybe there's more buyers than sellers. So the, the inventory is low. They could even say homes these days in this area are being bought even before there's an open house. Next, they would then position themselves as the, the solution. They would offer, since they identified the pain, then they could offer the, the medicine. So first, they don't know that they have a headache. Therefore, they don't need the Advil. But once they say, hey, does your head hurt? I make Advil. So the, the brand or the company becomes useful because they offer the solution. So the realtor becomes helpful. And how does that realtor become useful in that consumer's mind? They empathize with them, say, Hey, I know it's hard. There's not many homes available and those that are available go fast, but I am a, a realtor and I can help you. Very fine line there. They want to play the, the guide and not the hero. So they have some authority. And this is where they could phrase it as, instead of saying, hey, I sell homes for the rich and famous. Yeah, that brings some authority, but that could have the consumer be like, well, I'm not rich and famous. You go out, keep selling your homes for rich and famous people. Go live that, go kill it as a hero. I'm going to go on my journey and I'm going to go buy my middle-class house in the, in the suburbs. Instead, they could say, Hey, I'm a realtor. I live in the area. And what I do all day, every day is entertain myself by searching Zillow and finding new listings. And I recognize the houses that have just come on the market. And even those that came on the market went off and came back on. So it gives me some warning signs on hey, there might've been a problem with that house. There was a reason why it was so low cost and the buyers did an inspection or that realtor can then say, hey, I investigated it and I find out there just wasn't a match. So it's back on the market, still a great opportunity. And then what's the result? What's the success or what their life would look like after they engage with that realtor or that aspirin or Advil? They don't have a headache. They can go enjoy 
the activities that they couldn't do if their head hurt or they could sleep more soundly because their head didn't hurt and they could just fall asleep quickly and stay asleep. Or for the realtor, the, the person buying the house, they could get into their dream home with less stress. So breaking it down to the, the controlling idea for this podcast episode was the entire pursuit one-liner can be easily broken down. You can understand it. It's not a tagline. It's not super short, but you can break it. You can understand the pieces, the, the problem, doubt that's prevalent in society, the solution. We engage, we engage with an activity, something we're uncomfortable with. We engage with people. We identify there's value in ourselves, in others, in the power of community. And then we get some more things done throughout the day. We become part of a, another group that's doing some good things. We get more fit. We experience new foods and we experience life to the full. And that's what entire pursuit is about engaging with our full heart. So we're not doing it half-hearted and we're, we're starting some things, some things we complete, but we're starting and completing more things than if we didn't engage in the first place. Thank you for listening. Continue to give me feedback. Hopefully this episode was helpful. It got me inspired to, to keep on with my podcast. There's always a lull with recording and even come up with topics. So I'm glad this topic was raised by my friend. Next, I plan to do is mission statement. I'll engage another friend on who's passionate about mission statements. Let's break it down. What makes a mission statement interesting? What are some good ones? What are some bad ones? What are people saying make a good mission statement? Is everybody unanimous on this formula? And talk about some examples. There's a little preview into what's coming and another interview, I hope. Take care, everybody. And if you want to connect with me, find me on LinkedIn or tweet me at J. Owen Miller. Music from this episode is from Luke Pygett. You can find Luke on Bandcamp. Thank you for listening to Entire Pursuit where I believe we can dislodge doubt through engagement, uncovering inherent value.